dedicated to killing innocent civilians. We have had a front-row seat in watching Dagan and his team of spies and commandos change the paradigm of the global war on terror. This is their story. The manuscript was reviewed by security forces in Israel prior to publication. Nitzana Darshan Leitner, Samuel M. Katz, July 2017 Preface High-Value Targets The raiders came at night. They always did. The pilots from the U.S. Army's ultra-secretive 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, Airborne, were experts at flying in the absolute black of night on missions of the highest strategic importance. The unit, known as Night Stalkers, flew multi-million dollar MH-60 and MH-47 helicopters outfitted with the top-secret night vision capabilities. The powerful rotors that provided lift and speed to these armored birds were designed to be silent. They whispered in flight. From Mogadishu to the Hindu Kush, the night stalkers had flown America's tip of the spear to targets deep inside the wind-swept valleys of the countries involved in the global war on terror. In late March 2016, the Night Stalkers were launched into the heart of the self-proclaimed Islamic State in Syria, ISIS, to ferry an as-yet unnamed special operations unit on one such mission. The raider's target was Abd al-Rahman Mustafa al-Kaduli. Abd al-Rahman Mustafa al-Kaduli was hardcore. Known by too many aliases to list, the 59-year-old physics teacher from Mosul had joined al-Qaeda in Iraq in 2004 and quickly clawed his way up the chain of command to serve as the terror group's deputy commander. The Americans apprehended al-Qaduli in 2003, imprisoning him inside Camp Buka, the U.S. military's detention center in southern Iraq that was used to hold the most dangerous terrorists seized in the insurgency. But in 2012, Al-Kaduli was released in the dust of the U.S. withdrawal from Iraq. He joined the nascent Islamic State and became a trustworthy and capable deputy to the caliphate's head, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. Al-Kaduli was considered by many to be the most powerful man inside the Islamic State. He was ISIS's finance minister. As the individual who controlled the dollars and dinars, Al-Kaduli decided how the ISIS billions in seized wealth, oil revenue, and Gulf money donations were spent. He was the chief bean counter who made sure that the fighters in Raqqa, the caliphate's capital, were paid their weekly stipends, and he parceled out cash so that local commanders could purchase the bullets and mortar rounds needed to keep the fight going. Al-Kaduli was in charge of budgeting funds that ISIS used to produce the slick, Hollywood-inspired recruitment videos it used to attract fighters from around the world. The financier earmarked resources to ISIS sleeper cells inside Western Europe in order to make sure that the deep-cover operatives had the cash to acquire safe houses, vehicles, and weapons. Al-Kaduli was also responsible for managing ISIS's provincial commands to coordinate operations in Sinai, and the rise of the caliphate in the swirling chaos that was once 
Muammar Gaddafi's Libya. On May 14, 2014, the U.S. Department of the Treasury named Al-Kaduli as a specially designed global terrorist for acting for or on behalf of ISIS. The State Department's Rewards for Justice had offered a $7 million bounty for information leading to Al-Kaduli's arrest. But the Special Operations Forces ferried into Syria that black March night had not traveled to the caliphate to issue an arrest warrant. They weren't in Syria, hoping to collect Foggy Bottom's prize. The Pentagon mission was classified as capture or kill. The commanders who were responsible for carrying out America's secret wars against terror, as well as their liaisons inside the Central Intelligence Agency, had hoped to be able to once again interrogate the wily money chief in order to further undermine ISIS.